All right. We're back for part two of Monero Talk. We're with still with Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, trying to turn him into the Monero Meister. Um, so I guess I never really asked you. Oh, by the way, anybody who's 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 watching now, highly recommend watching part one, which uh, streamed on Adam's channel. Uh, this wasn't planned. That was uh, just our our inabilities to uh, properly stream them on both channels. But I think it's working out nicely. So highly recommend anybody that's watching this to watch uh, round one. Uh, part one on Adam's channel. Uh, I was grilling him pretty hard there, trying to get his full under uh, understanding or trying to fully understand his trajectory and because uh, we, we had similar trajectories and why he he stopped at Bitcoin and didn't take the next step to Monero. So we're going along those lines. So I guess I never then actually asked you, so what is your take on Monero? So obviously I, I'm giving you my opinion as to why I think uh, there's certain things superior about it, the the fungibility, the privacy on the protocol level, and why I think that adds to the value proposition of crypto and adds to the unconfiscatability um, and the censorship resistance. But what is your ultimate take then? So Bitcoin is it and then everything else dies or you see there being uh, a few that's coins around? That's a good question. If Bitcoin does not... In- improve its privacy there's no way the privacy coins are going to go away they're going to but a lot of the most of the other altcoins will go to zero but there'll be more and more gimmicks out there too so there's always going to be new gimmicks but privacy is not a gimmick it's it's actually something that there there is a certain percentage of the population that really appreciate it uh if if bitcoin ever really became super private perfectly private uh, I mean, I, I could see Zcash and Monero and, and all the red and Mimble Wimble, all that stuff going away. But I don't, I don't know how it's going to exactly evolve the, the privacy on the second layer of Bitcoin and when it's going to evolve. So it, until we get a clearer picture of the future of privacy on Bitcoin, then the, the Mimble Wimbles of the world, the Moneros of the world, they're gonna, there's going to be a use case for them. Now, the question is, which, which one of those privacy solutions is the best? Now, I'm not an expert. Uh, you know, comparing Zcash, Monero, and uh, the Mimble Wimble coins. But uh, right away in the whole evolution of this back in 2016, it became uh, apparent that whatever Monero was doing in terms of privacy was better than what Dash was doing. <laughs> and I, I've been, I, so that, that was out of the pit. And Dash went a completely different direction, which I think is very noteworthy also. Um, that they, they didn't, those guys over there, very centralized. Uh, didn't feel that uh, you know promoting it as private was even worth it anymore, and they went into like the you know we got to do transactions for the world. Everyone's got to be able to spend, spend, spend with Dash, which is I mean it just shows you part of the mentality that is out there and why we are very far away from people really caring that much about privacy. But at the same time, the privacy wars rage rage on, and I would I be no? Well, why, why is it the privacy? This this is. I, I... I'm I'm getting hung up on this. So this is just my my own. Uh, so why are we even calling them privacy coins, though? Isn't it isn't it just digital cash? I mean, so isn't it? You you do, obviously. I think part of you I'm hearing you saying is that privacy is is important, but you don't think it's fundamental to what the what this needs to be. You don't think one bitcoin needs to equal one bitcoin. No, I don't think gold, I don't think gold needs to be private. I don't think people's yeah, but what, one 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 atom of gold equals one atom of gold, right? Yeah, one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Yeah, 
Well, but no, but it doesn't, right? Because effectively, you could you could blacklist bitcoins so that one bitcoin doesn't equal one bitcoin. So I mean, right. uh, but there's always going to be people. Uh, so you're you're saying that it, then you, you throw that thing through a mixer and it's uh, it's not blacklisted anymore. There are ways of getting rid. There's a way of cleaning up your of laundering your bitcoin. There are ways of doing that. Uh, well, in, in, in a sense, there's, I mean, there's not a good way. There's, you know, it's 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 a ultimately it's 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 built on a transparent blockchain. So I mean, you can you can try to twist and lose people around the corner, but they're always going to catch up to you because it's sitting on that blockchain forever. So you know, you may be able to stall the amount of time it takes to unravel your twists and turns, but ultimately. Uh, using enough technology, you could always unravel it and get back to uh, the original transaction. So that that I mean, that's kind of the essence of it of, of, well, saying, that, of whether or not it needs to be fungible on the protocol level. So like I was trying to say earlier, like ignoring the the, the niche aspects of privacy, which is people think you know they they don't they don't want to be spied on, and obviously I personally think these are very important things. But even ignoring that, just on a technological level, doesn't doesn't it make sense? Doesn't isn't it necessary for every unit to equal every other unit for it to be the best form of communicating value digitally? That is an important aspect of money. Of 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 fung fungibility is a, and the que the question is is how fungible is Bitcoin? That that's that's the bottom line. You're giving a you're giving a scenario where Bitcoin can be a bad Bitcoin can be identified forever, and I don't think I think there will be solutions that will make that impossible. And I and I I don't fully understand the whole mixing thing right now, but I think the mixing. It provides that if you can some of these guys that have been involved in hacks of bitcoin have mixed their use mix excuse me, have used mixtures to, to get away with parts of it at least um but uh, it we and i haven't seen a government yet crack down and to for an innocent i haven't seen an innocent person end up with a dirty bitcoin and people saying no you can't use that dirty bitcoin or we're arresting you uh for that dirty bitcoin and thus, fungibility hasn't become a major worry yet. Now, can, can that happen? Can such a, you, you're you're saying that such a scenario can happen? Perhaps it can. Perhaps it can. And then, then the people over at Big, that 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 are working on Bitcoin will have to come up with a solution where that will be impossible. But I think it can be on the second layer. I think I or if worst comes to worst, it could be on the on the first layer. But I will say this. Why do I call them privacy coins? Because they are privacy. Right now, they're more private than Bitcoin. They are more private than Bitcoin. That, that's that's why I call I mean, you have to call them something. You have to call them something. Um, in, uh, so in Monero land, I'm, I'm sure you, I don't know if you've seen this meme yet, but uh, so everyone's starting to uh, refer to, you know, Bitcoin and others as surveillance coins. What's What's your opinion on that? So uh, no, like Ripple and all those guys are essentially, I mean, those are really the set, the, the surveillance coins. If you do something bad, you, you, you're, you're turned off. You can't be turned off with Bitcoin. Is it? But you, you can public, be surveilled. Just, okay. You can, with, with the public blockchain, yeah, you can. It's, it's all and, out and there. Ma and mass surveilled. I mean, surveillance is this idea of not just looking at Adam, but being able to look at everybody at the same time. And with Bitcoin, it kind of serves serves it to you on a, yeah, on a silver platter. Yeah, it Here's leaves everyone's it, transactions. 
if you don't if you don't do the right things, if you at one point give away who you are, if you make one, that's it. You can be followed forever and ever until you can send it to a mixer or send it to what I mean. For, I haven't see. I haven't had to worry about these type of scenarios. That that's the thing. So I, I haven't had to experiment with this mixing. So I'm no I am not no expert on the mixing and all that. But for the regular user of Bitcoin, yeah, they're gonna get. It's going to be very public compared to the regular user of Monero, which is your Mimble Wimble or whatever, where, where you can't see it. But if this become again, if this is you call a surveillance coin, that's fair, you know, compete, that that's fine. Call it call it a surveillance coin all you want, but um, we if if it actually becomes a problem where it's being used against people, it's it, then solutions will be developed where you won't be able to be surveilled on it. And that will maybe incorporate some of the stuff that Monero has brought to the table. But again, these Mimble Wimble people keep on telling me that they, they're the best. So they'll incorporate Mimble Wimble, they'll hard fork to a Mimble Wimble version of Bitcoin. I don't know, uh, we, shall, we shall see. But yeah, they can call it, it, it is, it's, I mean, I said this from the beginning of the part one interview, Monero, Mimble Wimble, yes, they are more private than Bitcoin. There's no doubt about it. But but right now it, it hasn't it isn't a major concern for most now, people. I'm sure I'm sure you were uh, you know were, were there kind of back in the day when we really saw Bitcoin's uh, the power of Bitcoin uh, with WikiLeaks, right? So yes. WikiLeaks uh, was trying to accept donations, yes. and I think it was PayPal that restricted their mm -hmm. ability to receive donations and credit card companies. And they decide to adopt Bitcoin. I mean, so what what happens when you know we wake up tomorrow and you can no longer send your Bitcoin, or you get a knock on your door because you know in 2017 we noticed that you you sent Bitcoin to WikiLeaks? Well, the number one scenario: you can no longer send your Bitcoin. You can always send your Bitcoin. I mean, that, well, that's not you, you can. That's but ex, ex post facto, you're going to get in trouble if you do it. Sure, you could press that button. You can press the button. You can send you it, know, it again. You know, I I could walk into a candy store and I I, I could I could I could walk at steal steal something off the shelf pretty easily and probably get away with it. But when the security camera catches me and finds me, I'm in trouble. I mean, so you know, you could send your you could send your coins to WikiLeaks today. You could use your Bitcoin today to uh, finance some political party that controversial political party in your country that you believe in. But when the powers that be discover that uh, and, and take action ex post facto, um, it, it, it doesn't work. And now you're in trouble and your, your coins were not censorship resistant. So, they I mean, were, how about, well, how about they, that, you, that, you that get, reality? The, the reality that you can ex post facto, you can get in trouble for doing something. They, again, they can't take it away from you. They can say you're in trouble now. Now, that's that's a big threat. Again, I, I said this in the part one of the interview. You leave, you leave that jurisdiction. There's a there's a there's a world competition of jurisdictions out there. They're right, not but, but just framing framing it with the WikiLeaks example because I think that's that's a very legitimate example because that's when we kind of first saw Bitcoin shine, yeah. right? I mean, um, so so, so isn't that down. so there? So oh, okay, the, so what what does Bitcoin do? So we wake up tomorrow morning and there's news that uh, people are getting arrested in some country because it was discovered that they 
that they donated to WikiLeaks and they use Bitcoin uh, to basically track their transactions and pinpoint these people. What does Bitcoin then do in that moment? I mean, how is it? Because your argument is, well, it evolves and it, it, it will need to do what it needs to do. And it, it's good enough for its purposes today. But the the reality is that, you know, we could wake up tomorrow. We've already seen it, but we've seen it for nefarious purposes right we've we've seen it we've seen the, the benefits of the transparent ledger which is it was able to stop a, a child porn ring in uh korea i believe it was yeah. and because of the ability to trace the coin they were able to uh, find these people but now you know it's it's only inevitable that we're going to see it for something not nefarious for something that maybe in a country you know was it, according to somebody's ethics was illegal, but according to others, people's ethics, maybe more of the, the mainstream view of what's right and wrong was considered illegal. It's only inevitable, but how does Bitcoin evolve in that moment? Oh, hopefully we get Adam back. He's having some connectivity issues. All right, check the chat. We're losing Adam here. Any good questions in the chat? Monero is more censorship resistant than Bitcoin because they can't even see what you're doing or how much. This is the point we're trying to make. Bitcoin will never be private by default. Exactly. I think that's uh, the point we're trying to make here. I'm trying to get Adam's opinion on that. Is he back? Yeah, 